Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we've got the, season, uh, the, the part one finale of Manifest, season finale of Peripheral, the season premiere of His Dark Materials. We might be talking about 1899. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I know Karen and I have seen it all, and uh, we'll go from there. So as soon as the ladies get here, we will uh, start talking. Um, what else have I been watching while well, I'm waiting for the ladies? I've been watching... I don't know what else I've been watching. I haven't been watching anything else, actually, I think. I think the only stuff I've seen is uh, my podcast. Oh, good. I have a savior, so I don't have to keep babbling. Oh. Hello. Good evening. What? How are you? Good. How are you doing, Jamie? Good. Sorry, I was away from the phone. I didn't know if you could hear me. I was grabbing a plug. Yeah. I got it on the speaker. I want my phone to die. Eventually. <laughs> so we have, we don't have much tonight, do we? We have nope. Manifest and Peripheral finales, yep. and then you guys have His Dark Materials, which I'm yep. um, nowhere near that full. <laughs> So are uh, are we waiting until next week for 1899? Do you think you'll be uh, have watched it all by then? How many episodes are there? Ten. I don't know if I'll have watched. No, I can't remember. I'll probably I'll probably have watched some of it. I can't guarantee all of it, but it's up to you guys. I mean, if you want to wait, I'll try to watch it. But I don't, you know, that's a lot. But I I should at least have. Some of it done by next week. It's up to you guys what you want to do. Hello, Karen. Hello, how are you? Good. Nice to see you. See yeah. you. Talk to you guys again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feels like we could see each other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I can picture you in my mind. <laughs> uh, how's it be doing? Good. Okay, I heard otherwise okay. How are you? <laughs> uh, pretty good, pretty good. Okay. Good week. Uh, so, so which season we, finale do we want to talk about first? Uh, I, I don't know. Whatever you guys want to talk about. Jamie? Um, I'm we got to either. You, do, you guys pick. I don't care. How about peripheral? So it was a one episode finale. Right. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thoughts? I gotta, I'm trying to put my I hope thinking cap on. What I happened? I just watched it yesterday. yesterday. That's, my, that's my big enough thought. I, I, I think I texted you guys. I had read, I guess, the showrunner has, I guess, no. I, I don't know. It sounds like he said something that made it sound like there's going to be a season two, but I guess it hasn't been confirmed. But, like, they already know, you know, the direction they're going. I thought it was a good finale. Yeah. I was a little bit confused at first trying to figure out exactly what 
because I was kind of like confused by the fact that I got that she like killed, you know, killed herself in the current timeline and, or had herself be killed, not killed herself. But it confused me that she, that the Sharice would still know that she's alive, obviously, because she threatened her. And I, I get what she did, but I don't understand exactly how her, mind is supposed to have, I guess, jumped into a different timeline body, or if it's more that it's just like a different alternate universe that she's alive. That part they didn't exactly, I don't know, to me wasn't 100% clear, but well, otherwise... I agree, Jamie. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure either, because... Alright, so in the London timeline, you know, there's a Flynn, but... They're not connected. Like, so I don't understand what creating a different stub and getting it. Like, they they try to explain it like playing a a, a video game. You know, like, you know, re, you, you know, you reboot your character. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm honestly I'm not sure how it's gonna work yeah. or how how she how you know if she creates another stub that creates another version of herself. How does that version of herself remember anything? And what? I, I, honestly, I'm completely baffled by it. Um, and it's just going to be one of those things we have to wait until next season if she's not alive, to find out. She can't connect to the robot, but yet that's why I thought maybe they just meant like it was like making a new alternate reality, sort of, because they talked about like there being, you know, the the cops version of what ha- you know what had happened with. I don't know. I mean, it was cool, and I like I liked the way it played out, but it was very. I, I mean, I understand like the fact that if she didn't die, Sharice was going to keep going after her family. But Sharice did not want to blow up that her, town. Her family, the whole damn town. <laughs> yeah, the, you're yes. right. The town, not just family town. But Sharice did not want to blow up the town because she did not want to lose her research. So she knew that if she thought she was dead in that timeline, that she would leave them alone because she'd have no reason to do it. So I get that. Point. Right. But yet she's what, mm-hmm. what I don't understand is how she's still alive and if it's the same version of her, if she's somehow connected to a different robot, if it's somehow an alternate dimension. It was that part's what I'm I think we're all kind of confused on. <laughs> Unless Karen yeah. has an answer. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so I had some I was trying to get my brain around like so she's going to create another stub, which would be just a chance for, like, another version of herself and her family to live, right? But, uh, yeah, if her body is dead, right, like, she she gets um, what's it, Connor to, to shoot her at the end. And so if her body is dead, how can she be alive inside the peripheral? She Like, she should not be able to pilot the peripheral anymore because her brain is dead. She can't connect to the headset, right? And also, all of the all of the secrets were downloaded into Flynn's like actual brain and were infected. Like they were a bacteria inside her brain, right? right? So if she's dead, then all of that information should be lost, right, and can't be retrieved. She's like been shot through the head. In theory, right? I guess the idea is is that somehow she created this alternate timeline in the past after she already knew what happened, but before the end of the show. Well, 
That's what doesn't make sense. It's, that's why I'm saying it's almost like saying it's a separate alternate. I looked at it almost like like with Fringe, like it's an alternate timeline. At least that's what I got out of it, and I tried looking up what different people had written right, so, on it, and sort of seemed like it. I don't know. <laughs> so she she open she opens up multiple hubs so that Cerise doesn't know where she's going to be. Well, I think she just destroyed the thing that told her where she would be. It's well, not she that did, she so there's did multiple that, like, stubs yeah. now. But, but she, opened, she opened like three or four stubs. There was, I think one of them was like 32. One of them, okay. I think, was before our current timeline. One was like 32. One was like there was one off screen that you couldn't see the t- time. So by opening – so. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take this from a Marvel perspective with with how the multiverse works. The only okay. thing I can figure is she opened up a stub after she know, like after a timeline that she knows all this stuff. But so by knowing, now. Yeah. so by having all those memories of what you know, like so when she opens a new stub, it's branching off another reality. But by branching that reality. She it still has the, all the knowledge of up to that point. <laughs> By branching, you now have two realities going at the same time. But in that other but, reality, she knows everything, and she knows what she did. She knows she had like she knows that she had Connor kill her in the prime reality. So now she knows that she needs to go back to London. That open Hang on, let me hang on. Just let me see if I'm getting this straight. You're saying, like, she could open up multiple stubs that branched off only, like, ten minutes ago after she already devised the plan. So every new stub branches off, although you're saying they're from different years, right? But every stub, she only is branching off from a point where she knew the game and her brain is infected. So there could be multiple new Flynn's, all of whom are in on it. Is that that what you're saying? That's, that's, yeah, again, I don't know if this is right. That's just the only way I could kind of get my head around it. Kind of like, all right, so all right, so we all we all, we all just to take it a step further. We all watched Loki, and we had all these versions of Loki, and mm-hmm. our main Loki was the Loki from uh, um, the first Avengers movie, who hadn't experienced all this other stuff. But all that other stuff happened still because the TVA went in and they fixed the timeline. But this alternate Loki now, he, now he's an alternate Loki because he branched off and all his experiences and everything aren't experienced by else, but he has all those memories prior to, but when he meets the other Lokis who have branched off from different points in the time, like one of the Lokis right. um, attempt, attempted to trick um, Thanos when he got killed, you know, and it didn't work. You know, like there's different versions of, you know, so I kind of see it that same way with what Flynn did. So like if, if this current Flynn that went to the peripheral that's talking to the detective, if she doesn't pan out, there's another Flynn 20 years or whatever the future that can, in theory, so that's how I'm see, seeing it. Whether or not that's right or I, if I'm I, even close, I have no idea. That's kind of what I'm saying is the only thing that somewhat makes sense to me. But I, I, one uh-huh. thing I took different, though, is I didn't t- take that she made more than one. I just took it that she destroyed the way that she knew where she was in time. That's kind of what I thought. I'm with Jamie. She did, she did I kind of thought it was yeah. only one. 
Yeah, cause it was if, hard yeah, to watch the yeah, watch, yeah, watch that mean, and watch that like scene again. Yeah, it's definitely there's definitely three or four that she opens up. So I have a a lot. Okay, so we have three sort of similar ideas, but we're all sort of very different all over the place because we just don't really know. We just don't know. Because right, and we're not gonna. Which is the problem. Right, which is intentional. So yeah. other stuff happened, like okay, yes. the whole thing with. J- Jasper, right? Jasper, is that his name? His best friend, Dil- yeah. Billy Ray's boyfriend? <laughs> that was, yeah. Husband. So, but yeah. Jasper, there was all that Jasper stuff, which, like, it, it seemed really significant, but now with Flynn, Flynn, let's call her Flynn Prime, Flynn Prime being killed, like, that stub, like, does that stub even matter anymore? And what Jasper did and all that stuff with Tommy and everything only matters if it happened in other stubs, right? Like, that was the most... Well, it like, matters that, to those versions of them, but not... Well, but are we gonna, like, if, if what I'm saying is right and she's in a, fu- in a stub in the future, uh, then, yes, that stuff does matter because that all happened before she was killed. Yeah, I think right. it depends when she branched off, I would say. It's probably... Right, exactly. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested in what we see of that, that prime timeline, I guess, probably because also, so Flynn's plan here is like, if I'm dead, Sharice has no reason to blow up my whole town and kill everybody I love, so I'm going right. to sacrifice myself, right? But, I, but mm. like, Connor, st- I mean, what's the brother's name? Brent... What's the brother's uh, name? Brandon? Burton. Bur- Burton. 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 Wow. Burton. Yeah. Burton. Burton, like, like is going to be, he still has access to a peripheral, right? He, they still have headsets. They still have three headsets and access to to London unless Sharif well, and Lobier and others can shut them down from being able to enter. I don't know. Like, I feel like that, that well, timeline maybe the- is still significant, right? I don't know. I mean, she said she couldn't permanently shut them down, but at the same time, I would think that Sharice would cause problems for them. I guess it maybe would depend if they were still trying to stop her or not. I think it was more about Sharice would leave them alone. I don't know whether they'd go back or not. I like to, I kind of hope they do. I like to think that Connor's got a little bit better life, but I guess it's hard to tell. The only thing that I question, and and this isn't really significant, but it just was like a little nitpick, how the hell does Connor use a rifle? Well, that's one one arm? Thing. Yeah, like he only has one arm. He only has one arm to pull the trigger. They make, I guess that's true. I mean, there are or people that do yeah. shooting in the Paralympics. That probably I haven't watched much, right? But like, there are people with all sorts of um, yeah different like loss of limbs or whatever that are in the Paralympics. Like you can like, you know, I get this. And, and he's using it, he, you know, he's got it mount. He's laying on the ground like sniper style. That's he's true. not standing and holding it in two arms. Right. Wouldn't, it probably, wouldn't and it's future technology. But I also have to, that's true too, but I also have to question, they're connected. Wouldn't Burton know what he's, well, I don't know. I would wonder that Burton might know what he's doing because every time they went to like shoot somebody, like they all like connected, but maybe they have to purposely connect, I guess. They have to purposely connect. I mean, 
Yeah. I feel like Burton doesn't know because I feel like that would be a huge deal of, of a season two. Like how long can Connor keep that a secret? I think that, I mean, I would, uh, one possibility that maybe could happen in season two would be Burton, like Flynn said, Burton thinks London had her killed, is the Klepts or the R.I. had her killed, right? And is going like, to mm-hmm. want to go seek vengeance on London. Um, I have a, maybe. I have a feeling right? he's not, I don't think it's going to take long at all. I think it's going to be one of those things where Connor's going to be like, she made me do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think that's going to be much of a secret for very long. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so much, I mean, I don't know. Overall, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But overall, I think that they made it play out in a cinematic way that it seemed cool but it's like you can't think about it too much or your head hurts. <laughs> That's the way I kind of yeah. look at it. Like, I don't know if – and I also question, and I'm curious, and I don't know because I haven't read it, but I'm kind of curious if maybe that's not what happens in the book because if there is a possibility that season two – I mean, they may have completely rewritten the end or maybe it's only part of the book and maybe there's, you know, another so many chapters. I have no idea. Well, yeah. I'm kind of curious to find it out, but um, I mean, they could have completely changed it. We don't know. We just well, not at all. It could, it could be like Interview with the Vampire, which they barely covered any of the book. Of, you know, they're like, right. oh, maybe have the book of season one. I, mean, right. I think that, um, that... No, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was switching no, gears. I, was gonna, I, I was switching gears also because uh, like, like, I do feel like this mind-bending plan of Flynn's at the end is so interesting but so much other really significant stuff happened in this. I mean, there was all that stuff with Will yeah, and Alita. There was all that stuff with Tommy. There's all this stuff with, like, you know, um, this whole cover-up of, of who killed, like, Tommy's cover-up and all that. Jasper and the train tracks kind of thing. Uh, like, so much happened that's so important. Like, that all, ha- that like, that whole timeline has to continue, I feel like, to be a prime part of the story, right? Yeah. You're gonna go to Alita, AJ. I mean, that was huge, right? We learned so much. I, I was gonna, I, I was gonna go back to Jasper, just because we. Um, oh, go to Jasper. We already touched on it. Yeah, I mean, Jasper's kind of quick. Um, before he left them on the train tracks, I thought he was gonna snap. <laughs> I was like sitting there with the whole time waiting for him to just like, like I was waiting for him to like go get a pitcher of beer and then like dump it on him or smack him over the head with it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it and like, like train tracks work. Show some strength. So just show some strength there in the bar and be like, I'm the nephew. I'm the, but you know he he doesn't. Yeah. Train tracks work. That was kind of surprising and yet not like, like that whole flashback to when his uncle locks those guys in the car and cooks them to death. Um, yeah. Like comes into perspective yeah. there. Um, at the end he calls. I can't remember her name, Billy Joe. And he says, oh, I've done, you know, I almost did something terrible. I'll be home soon. Like he, I mean, okay, on the one hand, it's not, those guys are terrible people and it's not such a terrible thing to kill yeah. them. And the town really, the town really would be better off without those guys. And if you get rid of Corbell, mm-hmm. then the whole town would really be in, in better shape. I mean, it's a terrible thing because I guess Jasper doesn't have it in him. He's just not, you know, I mean, yes, killing other human beings is bad. And Jasper doesn't have it in him. Uh, but really, um, the town is better off. And really, is he ever going to get in trouble? Like, the sheriff is dead. 
And, you know, what's Corbell really going to do to him? Like, really, Jasper Lane just got a whole lot better with those guys all dead. You know what's funny? In, in the construct of this show, I didn't even have any problem with that. Like, even Tommy, I, I was a little – I was a little hesitant with Tommy for a split second. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I mean, cause Tommy's the moral compass of the show, or at least he was. <laughs> Tommy was yeah. that moral compass. <laughs> and now yeah. Tommy went and killed the sheriff and shot Corbell with the doodad. So um, one thing I, I really enjoyed that and Tommy covering it up and everything. And that was, that was pretty smart. I mean, I really like Tommy. Yeah. I like the fact that they're going to bring Tommy into the fold. Tommy's got to be brought into the fold now. They got to compare notes yeah. and shit. However, I do see foresee something for season two um, since Corbell isn't dead, which you had, you know, I kind of knew even before they said he had a pulse that he wasn't going to be dead. Um, yeah, I think dead. Corbell isn't going to rat Tommy out. I think he's going to try and I use Tommy. That. He's going to try and blackmail Tommy. So it's going to be interesting uh, yeah. to see how that ends up working out. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Although, without a corrupt sheriff, although I guess, you know, so with the sheriff dead, who knows who comes in? And Corbell probably has, like, his own guys inside the state police also, right? Like, Corbell has, I mean, he's probably got the mayor. He's probably got plenty yeah, of other exactly. corrupt exactly. officials, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, does he does he tell Tommy, I will get behind you to be the next sheriff, but you've got to work for me? Yeah, but he has to know Tommy if you, that. You know, if you, has to do that. Well, but uh, but there's the alternative. He, t- you know, Tommy. Tommy says, "I'll never work for you." Okay, well then I'm going to tell everybody that you're the one that shot me, and you're spending your life in prison. Though, if they both tell a different story, though, who they're going to believe? It's just like the sheriff said. Which story are they going to believe? I mean, I would think they would believe Tommy over this guy who's known to be a bad guy. So he may. Well, I could also see that it's possible they could both go their separate ways. I think you're right. I think he'll try to blackmail him, but I don't think that Tommy will let him. And I think that he could convince people that he didn't do it. Well, there's also the fact well, that, because, of his fiance there. If you don't do it, uh, you know, Corbell could threaten her too. I mean, true. that's uh, true yeah, too. there's that. Yeah. I just think I, whatever uh, whatever direction they go with, it, I think I think it's, that's going to be an interesting dynamic and storyline. I mean, I, yeah. I agree with you that it's interesting that they gave Tommy. So Tommy, yeah, he was the moral compass, but he was, like, too squeaky clean. He was boring, and I thought maybe he was stupid. And I really like that they've given him some shades of gray and some intelligence that I didn't know he had. And, they, and they've made him not such a purely good person, right? I mean, I guess we were seeing him sort of like like Flynn has him idealized, right? But he, like, I like yeah. that we got some, some shades of gray. I did, him. too. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. So we also had Alita basically like she described like how the implant that everybody wears, um, like what, how it erases their memories and why. And like when she took her implant out, she remembered all this horrible, horrible stuff about the jackpot. And it, it wasn't just the jackpot that killed everybody. Like the government killed 5 million people to to get them in line, right? Like they decided they didn't. Yeah. Well, they thought, didn't it, want a bunch of they thought poor people around. it was to stop a plague, too, though, but it didn't. I don't think they needed well, to do it, but it was their their solution, I guess. 
Well, it, and interestingly, it was only the poor people living in the camps. They didn't kill any rich people that's to try true. to stop a plague, that's true, right? That's they true. only killed the poor people to try I, to stop I, a plague. I assume. <laughs> yeah. I mean. It wasn't, didn't go into details, but, but yeah. And, um, um, and that they, you know, uh, there's a possibility that Wolf could remember this stuff. Um was when they said those. The, here's my question, though, that I'm, I'm trying to remember. The fact that this plague or whatever was that part of the why so many people were dead to begin with because they all got sick. That's what I was trying to remember. Well, and I mean, there was totally it like super clear. Like if maybe they did just wipe them out to stop it, because it didn't actually say it was only poor people. That's what we saw, and I think you may be right. But I just was curious, did it actually? say that or are you just kind of assuming I couldn't remember exactly well I think it was only people living in the camps and like they were saying like it was because disease was going through the camps but like it just sounds like way too easy an excuse right like they killed everybody in the camps because disease was going through the camps but like that's kind of ridiculous like it, it doesn't sound like they made any attempt to try to help them and it's all right I just wondered that, that was probably ended the camp we're having the disease. I mean, the jackpot was more like a total ecosystem collapse, right? It was climate change. That, that wasn't necessarily how they ended the jackpot then. It, like, it could yeah. be a separate. Okay, yeah. that's what I was sort of it, I mean, it was part. I think okay. it was after the jackpot and people were living in camps and, and because the jackpot had happened, and then they that's when they killed them, post-jackpot. More like, I mean, the jackpot wasn't like a day. It was an ongoing thing, so I guess that's all like part of it, right? It was like there was already a lot of people dead. They just killed more. Get <laughs> like what yeah. they wanted, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, but Alita's not like a fully sympathetic. Like she's not sympathetic, right? Like, like you can't trust Alita. Um, I mean, she's saying the right things to Wilf, but she, like, she. I mean, would you trust her with the information she's seeking? I don't know that I would, right? Like she talks about like speaking well, justice, but it's hard to tell to like stop the RI, but I don't know that I could would trust what she would do next and that she wouldn't also weaponize that information if she could get it, right? I, I tell you what, I probably I trust Alita more than I trust most of these Yahoos in London. Yeah. Well that's true. It, it that's seems true. To me that all three it seems to me that none of the groups of people are very good. Because even like okay, like low low beer. Like the cops good but at the same time, I, like I, I feel like – I do too. But I kind of feel like if Lynn hadn't come up with this plan, that she might have helped Cherise because she didn't have a huge choice. Like none of these groups – they all – like they say they work in tandem and they kind of have to all coexist, but they all are like not idealistic. Well, they're the you know three, what I mean? They're, they're basically the three branches of government kind of. Right, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like even that branch of the government isn't necessarily good. I don't think she's bad and evil, and I think she was happy to find an alternative. But I think that if she hadn't found one, I feel like she might have helped Sheree. Because well, she didn't I mean, want there, to is no, there is no good and evil, like really, except that. Right? She wasn't trying really to stop. Bad. Right, right. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know, she wasn't, like, necessarily worrying about stopping them from using this technology, she was also concerned about the information getting out. And, like, if she mm-hmm. was all altruistic, like, that would not have been any of her primary concern. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think she wanted a better solution. I'm not – I don't think she's bad and evil, but I don't think that 
Like they weren't, she wasn't like really trying to stop Sharice from having that technology. Let's put it that way. Like, or at least they couldn't control the fact that the RI or whatever it is, I forget that they have that technology. Like they weren't trying to end it or whatever, but hopefully now with what Flynn did, maybe they can. I don't know. You you know what's funny? I kind of look at the quote unquote government more like a mock, like five families (laughs) than the government. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, that's really who the Kleps are, right? I mean, it's like organized crime, the Research Institute, and the police are like the three arms of the government, kind of. Um, I mean, I think the most, I mean, the most trustworthy person at this moment is probably Lobier, in my yeah. judgment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with Which is not to say she's fully trustworthy, although I'm starting to come around that, um, uh, Ama Anna, the name of Katie Leung's character. Uh, Ox, Anna, Ama is her name. Ama. I don't know. I just call her Cho Chang. I can never remember. But yeah, um, I think that she. I wanted to get into what I mean, she did. I think that she did not want Lev to have the control because she knew how bad he was, and that's why she went to Sharice. But I don't think that she wanted Flynn to get killed either. I don't think she realized quite the fallout it would have. And I think that's why she told Flynn the truth. Like, she, I don't think she was happy with what happened. You know what I mean? Like, she was accepting it, but I don't think she wanted it to happen. Um, I mean, I can well, see those think... two becoming allies. Yeah, I can I mean, too. She, oh, she's basically part of a. Um, she's basically part of a rebellion, part of like a resistance. And that was another question. Are the neoprims, like, that she was originally going to sell it to, are those elitist people? Because they kind of alluded it might be, but it wasn't clear. Those ones that Alita brought. What about them? What about the neoprims? I just, I, I, was, I wasn't exactly sure. The ones at Alita, the group that she's with now, are those the neoprims or are those different people that have nothing to do with that? Because they never exactly explained. Oh, they didn't really say who those people are. What I remember, what they. They're what the rebellion. Or... They're yeah. the rebel yeah. alliance. Yeah, that's really all you need to know, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Alita. I mean, Alita is definitely tied to the neoprims, right? Um, yeah, that's what I got out of it. I mean, she's she's a she's a neoprim for sure, um, and you know they they. Um, but those Actually, people that that were there, uh, like they're yeah, they're just rebellion. I mean, Wilf is also kind of one of them, right? Not really. I mean, he worked for the what are they called? The Klepts. Love is a Klepts, but um, yeah. I think it's becoming they're kind they're of very... apparent though that Wilf doesn't. Wolf never sees the big picture unless Alita's around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wolf also didn't have all his memories, though, either. And I think true, that true, true, kind true, of true. make is yeah, that has, yeah, the that, puzzle. Yeah, that has a lot to do with a lot of stuff, too. Because Love probably remembered everything he did. Now, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about, the post-credit scene. I was a little... That, to me, almost felt like that was a flashback. I don't think it was supposed to be, but I didn't quite understand where it fit in. Because, like, they were saying, go No, it's stop. definitely not a flashback. 
Okay, because I thought at first, like, they were, like, saying, you know, you need to stop what you put in place, and, like, that was why he went after Evita and everything. Like, I thought at first that, that it was in that context, but I didn't think it was a flashback, so then I was a little confused. I didn't know if that was just supposed to take place now or what. It wasn't – I don't know. It wasn't quite yeah, that, clear to me, I guess. No, I thought it was pretty clear. That's, that's because of everything that's transpired currently. Okay. Because so I thought maybe, because I looked, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe it could have been that that's what set his plan in motion. But they didn't say one way or another, no. so I figured I, that probably wasn't. But, no, um, I, I found it very, I found it inter- very confusing. Interesting, but confusing and not. I mean, it was interesting to see that there are people that Lev is, like, afraid of, including his father and his father's yeah. friends. Like, as AJ said, they're, like, the leaders of the five families, kind of, right? Yeah, all Russian. He, he must have only killed his family when it had to do with the sub then, because I know there was the whole thing where, like, he killed all the well, yeah. his family that were connected, so it must have only been yeah. in the sub, not in real life. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, said that. No, he that. Said he that. killed the family in the subs. He never said anything about his own family. Right. Well, it, uh, he, we had talked about this before. I thought when it, he killed his sub that it said he killed the, the whole family. His whole family. Right, in that stuff. His stuff. entire family. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in the stuff. Real life. Okay, that's what, that's what I was saying. That's what I was confirming. And okay. he said he would kill them in any other stub that he went to, that he doesn't think they should exist, and he would kill them in every right. stub if he ever went to any other one. Right. I just was um, under the impression with that information that his, like, I was just surprised to hear his father was alive, I guess. But it makes sense. I just was, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, his, I mean, his father is, you know, part of the cleft and responsible for all the memory wiping. Yeah. Like he's well, just he's the next generation. We didn't really know who the head of the cleft was, but we know now that he's a lot lower down than we thought he was. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Lev is, yeah. Yeah, his father and those other three guys are, seem to be the leaders. Right. Right. I mean, they were definitely like, they were definitely like, you need to, like, get yourself under control, like, we're not, you know, um, like, get yourself in line and, and stop, like, doing your own, like, thing out there, right? Um, I mean, they basically are like, they're basically like, you need to clean this shit up and you need to you need to eliminate Alita uh, because she's a threat to us. Um, right. But you're right, Jamie, that we don't know when that happened and was that... That's why I thought maybe that was what set his plan in motion that the whole season took place. That's why I thought it could have been a flashback. But it didn't say it was, which is why I thought I was probably wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get the feeling at um, all. I felt like that was present time. Yeah. I don't know that it even matters when it was, but they didn't say. Either way, he needs to stop Alita, and that was the point of it. They're mad at him for what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm surprised we haven't gotten word on renewal because Amazon tends to cancel and renew pretty quickly, right? Like some stuff is already renewed before it's even over. And then other stuff yeah. like gets, gets canceled pretty quickly after the first season. They, um, I mean, they haven't renewed a bunch of other stuff. I mean, they're not great about renewing stuff, and I don't know how the numbers have been for this because Amazon doesn't release numbers, right? Um, right? I mean, it is Nolan and Joy, so I feel like 
you know. They, I feel like it's got a good chance. I wouldn't be surprised if it was removed. Yeah. I mean, they, seem, don't they, seem, feel, they seem to feel like they're renewed, even though I don't think it's official. Right. So yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Speaking I of mean, renewals, yeah. I just found out something no. today that yeah. was apparently renewed, renewed on the 27th, and I didn't find out till today because I was really uh, – um, something about Neil Gaiman. Uh, Sandman got renewed on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I had heard that before. I thought we talked about yeah, it. I guess I just, yeah, apparently that was on the 27th that got renewed, and I just finally saw something about it today because Gaiman confirmed that Delirium will be in season two. I have oh, no idea what so that means. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's something that was kind of expected, but it's, right? Like, we kind of thought yeah. it was such a hit, but that's good to have that. Um, uh, well, you know look that. at it as if it's Netflix, it'll probably get three seasons then be done because Netflix pretty much doesn't make anything three seasons. Except for Listen, Stranger Things. I guess it depends. They do have Stranger Things work. So if it if it's like as high rated as as it was, I guess it's possible it could go longer. Because hey, usually Netflix... I, I, I have a couple things to say to that statement, Jamie. The first thing I'm going to say is the OA only got two seasons. So so much for your right, three seasons. No, but I'm saying most and, shows never get past three. Is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I think like, you I can't well, really. I think you, you can't really can't that make that. You can't make that kind of generalization because there's a lot of stuff on Netflix that Netflix doesn't own. That just runs. There's stuff that's a yeah. Netflix True. original, and then there's stuff True, that they just buy. Any Netflix, I still don't think there's any Netflix series besides Stranger Things though that got more than three. I could be wrong. I, I'm saying I don't well, think there is. Not that it was a Netflix, whatever. but. Anyway, I'm just saying yeah. I wouldn't expect it. Yeah, well, you, you got to be careful with Netflix. You got you can't piss them off either, because they they can't. I don't know if you guys watched um, um, the Midnight Club, but they they canceled that. That's not getting a season two. I had And it sounds it, like they're so. and it, it sounds like it sounds like they're upset because Mike Flanagan recently signed a deal with Amazon to make some movies for them. And then all of a sudden he went. Uh-huh. They went and canceled the Midnight Club. I was like, that seems oh. a little peculiar. Well, read the book. Well, speaking of renewals and non-renewals, what I thought was interesting. I can't remember if we texted about this or I was talking to somebody else about this, but I assume you saw about Moonhaven. But even though it was yeah. always renewed, they they backtracked. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one you who guys texted that to you guys. I know guys. you guys don't care. I know. I said texted that to you. Okay, I'm just yeah. surprised that they canceled it after they renewed it. That's strange. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, well like you we were what? joking, okay, you know, they got to make they got to make room for more uh, Walking Dead spinoffs. I have no problem with that. That show sucked, and I hated pretty much all of it. So I really think the mistake was in renewing it, and they corrected that mistake by canceling it. I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't like the best show ever, but I enjoyed it. I did not. But I know you you disliked it with, a, with <laughs> quite a bit. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just thought it was weird with they, the way they did it. But it's uh, strange to do that. Better, but, um, it, my heart isn't broken. Uh, the problem it. is in this day and age. The problem is is that in this day and age. When a show, you can't really say a show gets better. Like, if it's not good at the beginning, a lot of times it's, it's done for. It doesn't matter because they're not given enough of a chance, which 
yeah. can suck. I mean, we've had that happen with, with shows, I think all of us have, that we've liked and they've not given them a chance. Yep. So. Times have changed. There's too much competition now. Things go too fast. Um, yeah. yeah, there's too much yeah. everywhere and not too enough much money space. at stake. That too. All right. So, so I guess that means we're, we're done with the peripheral. Other than watch. I guess yes, we move on to Manifest. Yeah, Manifest. Yeah. So this was episodes 9 and 10 of Manifest. Um, yes. i got to tell you guys, uh, it is moving so fast now. I felt like, whoa, this Sapphire stuff just totally took over the entire show in like two episodes. Advanced very, very quickly. Um, there are some good things about that and some – you know, uh, like it, it causes the storytelling to have to like skip over a lot of stuff, right? Which maybe is okay. Like, like we're talking about sapphires that can speak to the divine. So, do I really need the details? No. Um, with that said, Angelina is the worst, mm-hmm. and I'm so sick of her, and she needs to die. And I really, frankly, I would be much more interested to see. Egan steal the sapphire and see him use it for his selfish purposes to get rich or whatever and see what happens with that rather than this ridiculous – I'm also kind of sick of this show. Like, like they have they have positioned people of faith as crazy. Like, every person of faith has been crazy since the the show. Even, like, Adrian, when he started this church, they positioned him as really kind of crazy. Angelina's parents are crazy for being religious. Angelina's crazy for being religious. And which is kind of annoying because now they've suddenly turned the whole story around that it's all about talking to the divine, talking to God, basically, right? Is now what the show is about. And yet yeah. somehow, like, it's, it's, a, it's a show where all religious people are nuts, except suddenly it's about, you know, communicating with whatever, with God. But Angelina, and I'm sorry, that last scene with the sapphire and the lava and all that crap, I was like, what the hell? What the hell is this thing that I'm watching? I really, really was no, watch irritated. It when it's not all watch it when it's not all lava. <laughs> when I see that some of the lava wasn't there, it made it funny. But um, anyway, <laughs> I was going to say, I think that, okay, because you can see him jumping on carpet. Um, I think that... Uh, my issue was, I think I agree with what you said, Karen, that like it, it sort of changed gears really fast. And it's not that necessarily we needed more on the Sapphire, but I feel like they spent way too much time on Angelina. Like they should have wrapped that up sooner. And and it's not even exactly wrapped up, but I mean, like they just, they dragged it on too long. And now I still think, it's still my opinion. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I don't like that they make it like they're not, but I do still think, even after the, the whole season, I do think that it's going to end up that somehow they went to the future and it has nothing to do with the divine. And that's just my theory. And I don't know. Just like I said, I think it was just because of what Cal said earlier. It made me think that. Um, so, yeah. The other thing um, I wanted to ask you guys, you probably would agree with, is I think the fact of what Zeke given himself his life up I think that was very very obvious that was kind of coming like, well, yeah. like you could see it before it happened that was the other thing I wanted oh, yeah. to comment on um, so I too hate Angelina um, uh, my theory was wrong and I'm very upset that my theory was wrong I thought you know she was going to episode 10 they were going to finally do away with her and then the second half of the season was going to focus know, on somebody, so, like, somebody or something else. 
You'll be disappointed. I'm sorry. I am so over her. Like, She's a great and actress, I, I had, but they just they dragged the character I had, Well, see, I had a lot of problems. I mean, Karen's right. It, it, the, the pace is picked up, which I like. Um, you know, I, I'm enjoying the storyline. You know, once again, Olive's the smartest person on TV. Um, because the rest of them, mm-hmm. part of the reason Olive's one of the, the smartest people is because the rest of them are so fucking stupid. All right? Let's see. <laughs> so we know, we know that Angelina has, right, once Ben figures it out, that Angelina has the sapphire and can make him see things, what's the next logical thought? Okay, don't believe everything you see. So what happens? Yeah, I know. So what happens? Michaela (laughs) is got the drop on Angelina and then she brings up her dead friend and, and Michaela totally falls for it. I'm like, I'm yelling at TV going, you know, it's not real. Ben's telling her it's not real. You know, Angelina has this power right now. Why are you falling for it? My next problem in that scene was when the people like help us, help us, help us. And they stop and they go and help them. I said, Hey, if you tackle Angelina, she drops the sapphire, and you can just use the sapphire to help the people. Because Angelina mm-hmm. created that with a sapphire, so you can take it away with a sapphire. If you take out Angelina, problem solved. No, they leave Angelina alone and go help the people. Um, Cal, on the airplane with Angelina, she puts Grace in front of him, and he's like, oh, mommy, I miss my mommy. Um, Cal, you know it's not real because you, once again, you know Angelina can do that. I, I mean, it took her saying, let go, Cal, and him being like, my mother never told me to do that. Like, how did you think that was your mother in the first place when you know Angelina already did it to your father? That's where plus my problem is. You know, plus, was... plus, plus, plus you held her head while she died. Right? Like, you know yeah. she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of... Why? Why do you make people so stupid just to progress your story? That is a bad and they, move because it just it, it just ruins the good stuff you have going when that shit happens. Well, that whole scene also where like like she sticks her hand in lava to get the actually for a minute there I was like oh, oh this God. is just like Frodo this is like when Gollum wanted to get the ring and he like jumped in the lava to get the ring right um and she I sticks her hand in the lava. She, she sticks her hand to get the precious. She grabs in the lava and brings out her hand. And then, like, her hand is, like, on fire. But the – so, first of all, I was, like – you know what I really thought of? Two things I thought of. One, I thought of, you know, in Indiana Jones and the temples in the in Raiders of the Lost Ark when that Nazi guy oh. tries to grab the thing and, and, yes. it, and it burns into his hand. And then for the rest of the movie, it's on his hand. I thought of that. But I also, when Angelina, like, finally, like, gets up and she's got this, like, burning hand and she's coming at, I'm like, okay, now she's like Jason. That Like, you know how Jason could be in a house that blows up and bursts into flames, and then in the next movie he's alive again, right? That's totally Angelina, right? She, I mean, she put her hand in lava, and then she gets and walks out of it. Like, like I know that this is not a reality-based television show, but... I mean, that is, like, this is, like, a shark-jumping moment, maybe, for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree, because um, her hands should have been disintegrated. It's fucking lava. (laughs) Yeah, it's lava. It's, like, 4,000 degrees. It's molten rock. 
Like, well, it's not magic yeah. stone. It like, 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 like this, this substance has destroyed towns and cities. <laughs> I mean, hello. I know. I, and again, I, I, I know it's a science fiction show, and there's a part of me that kind of hopes that it isn't what it looks like. Like, I like Jamie's theory, you know, that it's, it's you know, that they were in the future, and that's why they have the memories and everything. And, you know, yeah. I just... But the but but the problem is situations like this with um, Angelina, you know, with the with with the sticking her hand in the lava, and and Zeke too. Zeke's problematic because for him to have this not type anymore, of power, that seems like well, but for <laughs> Zeke to have had a, a divine power such yeah. as em- yeah. empathy to the point of taking somebody's cancer. That doesn't work with, you know, being, yeah. with, you know, everybody going hey. to the future. Um, hey, by the I way, mean, and, by know, the way, what? Mm. remember two weeks ago when I said Zeke reminds me of John Coffey from the Green Mile? You know, when he took the sickness away from that lady who had cancer and then he breathed. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> You've been saying that for a couple of weeks, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, uh, we we go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you on the Z front. That's all right. Um, for him to I just have think that you know, power. I mean, I mean, implies that you know there is a divine thing going on here because I don't see how being yeah. you know having going to the future could have Zeke do that stuff. Um, one thing, oh, the one That's thing about the storyline that I I really do like, and, and and I'm just hype harping on the dumb the dumb people moments. The overall storyline I like, except for Angelina still being around. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I, I kind of like the storyline as the government just freaked the hell out because of the singular calling because of Angelina. Um, yeah. And I like the idea that uh, this is the idea that I really like is that it's going to turn out the A two Aiders are the saviors of the world. I kind of like yeah. that shift in the storyline that it's not the ju- just saving their death day. They're saving everybody's death day. Like they need to figure out how to stop whatever mass destruction right. is about to happen. Which brings, which brings me the question though, Angelina. I mean, it, it brings like, it nicely it, to it. Almost, it, it, it almost feels like, Angelina is going to be the cause of the destruction of the world, then why involve her in the first place? Like, she doesn't get all this power if not for being an 8 to 8 in the first... You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure it's going to mesh itself out, but it's just, like, I don't know. It's like... I get yeah. I, some I mean, people... You know, I get, I get some of the bad... You know, some of the people that haven't exactly been on the straight and narrow that were A2-8ers, I get that because they all kind of served a purpose. But for um, Angelina, if she's the, really the whole big bad throughout this whole thing, then what is her purpose other than to be the problem yeah. in the first place, which is created by this situation in the first place? You know what I mean? Like other people, have had, mm-hmm. like even Zeke had a means to an end, you know? Yeah. So 
couple things here. The idea of them being safe, the AQ8 is the saviors of the whole world. I like how that kind of tracks with Jamie's like time travel theory that they have got, maybe they've gone to the future and they saw the end of the world and they've, and they've come mm-hmm. back uh-huh. to prevent that. Right. Um, I like that. Um, you know, I, my problem with Angelina, uh, like, is she going to become the big bad or whatever? I, part of my problem with that, it, I just don't like having the villain, the big bad, be a person who completely has no touch with reality whatsoever, right? Like, she's completely deranged yeah. and insane. Um, and she's wrong. She just, whatever she sees around her, she just makes shit up to go along with her own yeah idea. I, I also feel that she's regressed. Like when Michaela rescued her from her parents, the idea was that the parents were uber religious and, and therefore they were like keeping Angelina locked up and that they were wrong. And, and Angelina like has never seen, like there was a time when I felt like she was seeing how religion kind of messed her parents up and she was going a different way. And in the end, like she's become I don't know, just crazy, more crazy. I, I just, the well, fact that I she has no grip on, on any type of reality whatsoever it makes her an unattractive villain to me. Like, I'd just much rather have a person that had some, like, like wanted to use the sapphire to make money, wanted to use the sapphire for, like, whatever, right? right? Like Egan. <laughs> like Egan. Yeah. Um, like Egan or, well, the gov- or, Hector, just, or somebody who wanted it for a yeah. nefarious kind of reason. Oh, right? she pissed me off. Um um, I get what you're saying, and I agree to a point about Angelina, but I think that's kind of the point with Angelina is her parents messed her up so badly that I think that's kind of the problem because she was pulling away from religion and what her parents did and everything, but it's so ingrained in her once she started losing touch. Well, once she started losing touch, then she started going, oh, my parents were right. Look at this and look at that. You know, like, so it it kind of it all it all stems from the psychological abuse her parents put her through in the first place. Yeah, and and that's why it's it's kind of sad too. At the same time, I mean, she's beyond feeling yeah. bad for. I think at this point, but you can kind of yes. see how yes. she got there. Yeah, now it's just like, what see, the problem. Sucks. The problem with Ange- what happened? Yeah, the problem with Angelina now is she just you could they could have stopped her so many times. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it's just. You know, unfortunately, we're just we're just over it. It's it's gone on too long with her. I, I mean, obviously, this yeah. is what Jeff Rake had planned all along. But I'm like, guys, could you imagine? He he had a five season story arc. Now maybe it wouldn't have seemed yeah. as bad. Like if he had gotten all five seasons, there would have been filler episodes. So maybe there would have been episodes that we didn't see Angelina for you know a couple weeks. You know, yeah. three four episodes maybe. Then all of a sudden she pops back up, so she doesn't seem as bad, you know, she kind of like, yeah. she disappears, you know, but in this scenario, Ooh. like, all right, for example, so, for example, the compound, we, um, we don't know that she's, you know, nobody, no dead. If it was a yeah. regular season, maybe we don't see Angelina again until after the hiatus and we see a flashback of Aaron, uh, Adrian picking her up out of the street and that's how, you know, like, up yeah. to that point, we think, all right, there's a possibility, you know what I mean? But you forget about her for a minute. With with this 20-episode season and the way it's constructed without all the filler stuff and it's just go, 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 it's it's kind of like, all right, perfect example. It's like Nikki and Paolo. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but in reverse, <laughs> because Nikki and Paolo, we had to see them for like three months 
okay? If you've yeah. binge-watched Lost, you see Nikki and Paolo for like four hours. <laughs> Total time. Yeah. That's it. Like they're all going <laughs> it's much yeah. better the on only, the rewatch. <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is that just I, – I, on this part of what you said, maybe this is what you said, but they were one season short, not because this was like a double season was how he talked yeah. when I had asked him about that. Like he had said that this, yeah, they, I mean, they did this season like – Because it's 20, pitched, but yeah. It was basically two seasons yeah. because of the way they split yeah. it. Well, I mean, weren't there – Weren't they? Weren't they? They were sixteen episode seasons originally, weren't they? Right, yeah. but I'm saying when he was saying that, like when they broke the seasons, like he, they were like a season, yeah. short, not two seasons. Yes, yeah. because yeah, this was written as like two separate. I'm, I'm just saying they got like four out of the five. I got what you're saying. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I get it. So a couple things. Um, am I the only person? Like, I really wanted to like call Jeff Rake and yell at him. Uh, about this scene. I was really appalled that we had to see a scene where Angelina and Ben, two people who supposedly love Eden, are like, who do you want to go to, mommy or daddy? Which one do you love more, right? I was like, oh, my God. It's like they do a dog on TV. Yeah. Well, I was like, like the definition of how not to treat a child in a divorce, right? I was like, oh, my God, what am I watching on my television right now? Well, (laughs) to be fair... This is a little bit different than a childhood divorce. <laughs> I know, but still, yeah. right? It was sick. It was really sick, and and I, I did not enjoy that. That was, but I mean, Ben, Angelina, okay, is sick, but Ben, I don't know. I was just yeah. Um, ben, well, hold on. Ben's the worst. Remember that. Ben is the worst. Ben is the worst. He's a terrible father. But yeah, he's a terrible he's father. Had a different way of getting Eden to come to him and say, you know, she's a bad. You know, she's not good or whatever and not well, her She's that. not your mother. She's not, I mean, Option. the whole thing was just dumb. She killed but. your mother. Mm. That's the one thing I never got is he never said, she's not your mother, she killed your mother. Well, you she's know? too. I don't think, like, I don't think a child that young can even that understand true. what true. it means. That's you know what? You're right. Uh, let's let's not traumatize the, I, I, I get what you're saying, Jamie. No, you're right. Well, let's you're not right. traumatize you're the right. child further. Yeah. Um, um, second thing. Second thing. My second thing I want to say to you guys, we all agree that Zach is gone for good, right? Zeke, not Zach, Zeke. Like, yes. I feel like... Yeah, Zeke, Zeke's they, toast. Yes, I think. Zeke's toast. Well, I feel like they yes, gave him such a lengthy... I feel like they gave him such a lengthy goodbye scene when he gave that big speech to Michaela, and, like, they showed all those flashback scenes and everything. Like, it definitely was Zeke's, like, farewell from the show. Yep. Right? Yeah, well, I don't think back. I mean, I guess there's always a possibility, but I don't think so either. So. I think it's... No, I feel like yeah. that was a very nope. definite farewell to the character. A definite death, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You can, yeah, the most you're yeah. going to see him is a flashback or maybe Angelina conjures his his spirit. Yeah, yeah. that might and, happen. You know, <laughs> I mean, he needed to go. He he His story had run out of steam and he was kind of boring. Like, So it was obvious, like with his empathy and everything... <laughs> Is there a parrot on somebody's shoulder? Uh, a carrot? <laughs> oh, par- that was sorry. That was my. That was my chair. Was the door. Mm. Oh, your chair. Okay, I thought it was your door. Sounded like a parrot on a shoulder. Um, um. I mean, he he really had ceased to exist. Like he had no point other than to always stand next to Michaela and be like, "I love you, Michaela." Right? He didn't really have any like storyline or point anymore. Um, and it was telegraphed pretty well. We all thought that he would you know, sacrifice himself yeah. for 
uh, but he really, he really, really, what point did he have on the show anymore, right? Um, and also, this, like, very conveniently clears the way for Jared to be back in the picture at some point with Michaela, right? Not oh, yeah. It happen next week. He needs to give That's her an appropriate morning thinking. time, but, uh, like, like no, totally. I hope not, be a though. New love triangle. I, really, I hope not, though, because I really like him and Drea together. Yes, Andrea very clearly said to him again this in this last episode. We said no strings. We said like you know she, he he makes a joke about gifts and she's she set that boundary very clearly yeah. with him. Now either two things could happen here. She was either saying that so that we as the audience remember that there's no strings and there's a chance with Michaela, or that's a red herring because as soon as Michaela like if, if Jared stops, if Jared starts sniffing around Michaela again, will she? Will <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's not a dog. I care. No, I, I mean, hey, you know what I mean. No, I know. It's just the way you worded it. No, I know. That was, you know what, though? No, perfect. No, that's the perfect analogy. You know why? Because if you can treat a three year old like a dog, come to daddy, come to daddy. No, come to mommy, come to mommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think, you know. We could get a time jump again. Like, everybody – so the way this ended was, like, pretty much every single 828er is being arrested, except somehow they haven't come to the Stones house yet. But they will, right? Um, oh. And, 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 I mean, we could get a time jump again um, where Michaela has, has mourned Zeke at some appropriate length, right? I mean, there's just, there's just no way Zeke dies. And, like, Jared has said more than once that – that Michaela's the love of his life. Michaela's his person. Michaela, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way that that there's not some, like, he doesn't, I'm not saying that he shouldn't give a respectful amount of time and they're going to hook up the next day, right? But, but, but you're right. It's probably heading there. I get what you're saying. This puts, that couple, no, back yeah. in, this puts that couple back in play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Oh, one thing, one, the one thing I feel like, the one thing I feel like that ha- has actually been part of the story that hurts from it having been, sp- um, you know, sped up so quickly is the um, Eden storyline. I feel like Eden, yeah, she talked to Anna. I feel like she warmed up to Ben way too quick, way, 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 way too quickly. And the fact that she chose Ben in that in that in the cemetery scene, I was actually a little surprised. I really thought she was going to choose Angelina because while she's I thought she was warmed too. up to Ben, I we we haven't seen it. We haven't. We did not see the struggle. We did not see the progression. It was just you're the mean man, and then two episodes later, I love my daddy. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Way too also, quick. Oh, yeah. It, so I think we're not getting, like, the passage of time correctly because also, like, one minute, like, Cal's in the doctor's office and the next minute he's almost dead in the hospital bed. Like, one minute he's not telling anyone. He's like, yeah. don't tell Olive, don't tell anyone. And the next minute Olive is, like, crying over him and he's about to die, like, the next day, right? We're not seeing, like, yeah. things. We're not, like, getting the passage of time as well as we maybe could. Yeah, no, I um, agree. I think. Um uh, did I miss something? There's a scene or, where some stuff is going on in the 
Okay, you know when they bring Marco Marco into the living room, into their house, yes. they kidnap him out of the nursing home, and they do the whole thing in the house, and he's drawing on the piece of paper, and they get, they're like, get Eden's crayons. And so somebody, gra- so Ben grabs the crayons, and he hands Eden his phone to play with, which I was like, oh, great parenting there. Um, and you see wow. Eden's playing on the phone, and then Eden stands up and throws the phone under the chair, and it says, unknown caller. And then nothing ever came yeah, from we, that, right? Well, we don't. Uh, yeah. We, yeah, I said the same thing. And, I, and when they moved the chair, I said, how does nobody see the phone laying on the floor? We, the audience, know she, whether it was intentional or not, she called Angelina. That's how Angelina knew everything because she heard the conversation. Right, but why does Ben have Angelina's phone number? Or is Angelina the last person that called? Might, yeah, I might have dialed back. I don't or know. Maybe Eden I agree. Howard. That was no, that was weak. Angelina called. Actually, that's not true though, because Angelina called Cal, didn't she? I can't remember when she called. Yeah, but she, she also called, called Ben. Did she? Okay. I don't know. Well, well, I mean, he might have her number. Maybe he had her number. Then from why before. did it say? <laughs> why did it say unknown? Like, why would you not caller. program a psychopath? Like, if there's a psychopath stalking you, okay. wouldn't you like? Well, maybe want she it, got like, a burner pro- phone. Maybe she's not entirely stupid. Maybe. Maybe Eden well, knows thought, her Angelina's phone number. Well, I actually thought that AJ. I thought maybe Eden's powers, <laughs> like like she she just like knew know, the number listen. because she has powers or something. Um. Anyway, the point I is, was a little they like drop the. Yeah, drop no, I I I agree. They 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 dropped the ball on that one. That was. That, must that be a was probably that we didn't get to see or something. Yeah. Maybe. Um, anyway, I mean, I don't want to dwell on Or it'll on come up later, whole... maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, I'm kind of glad Zeke is dead just because he was not going anywhere. And we need to start cutting down on cats. You've, wanted to, you've, been, trying to kill, you've been trying to kill Zeke since before, <laughs> before uh, uh, Netflix appeared, picked it up. He showed up, yeah. <laughs> um, I have been. Um, you know, Overall, I thought it was a pretty good season. Actually, um, I thought it was, you know, fairly interesting. Yeah, no, I and, I liked it and well paced. I, I like how you know they're still shooting it like it was a network show. Like it goes to like where the commercial break would be, right? Yeah. Like you you have a segment and there's that. a break, and then it comes back. It, it's shot like a like a network television show. With ads, yeah, I've noticed that which too. I kind of, I kind of like. Maybe, maybe like. they knew that Netflix was going to go to ads soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but it, it doesn't like disrupt what I was watching, no. right? Like I guess I like, like we were watching sort of a chapter act based thing. So anyhow, um, yeah, it was okay. I thought. Except for Angelina, I mean Angelina is the worst. Angelina is the Ben is the worst, and Angelina Angelina has got to die. Like Jason, come on, I'm not like she's like Jason. Yeah, right? in episode, like Jason has yeah, got she, to die. She'll, she'll die. She'll die in episode in episode nineteen. Probably, right? probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then somehow, yeah. So, all right. Well, do, does anybody know, Jamie? Do you know when the next? Chunk is coming. Have they worked on it yet? Probably not. No, I don't know. I just looked it up and they sometime said in twenty three. That's all I know. I think summer. I think it's that. I think, but that was a guess. I feel like they definite. Yeah, I, I thought I heard something about 
late spring 23, I heard, I thought. I don't remember now. Yeah. I read something somewhere. Yeah, well, it's, it's not been announced at all. any rate. So. Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, so what does that bring us to now? Jamie, what's on your what's on your docket tonight? I was going to say, I don't think there, I think everything I've seen That's you guys it. haven't seen and what you've seen I haven't seen. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've spent the last few days watching Kindred and Mayfair Witches, so um, I don't have anything we can discuss yet. But yeah. uh, I'm so far behind right. on his dark materials. I I probably won't have before the end of the season. I probably will time, but I will try to watch uh, 1899, 1899. I want to call it the wrong day. 1899. 1899. Uh, I don't know if I can get all season done by next week, but I'll at least watch part of it. Unless you guys want to talk about it. If you do, I won't care. I mean, I'm not going to get upset. But um, I do want to see that. I just, I have not had time. Is it seven episodes, AJ? Why do I feel like it was seven or is it eight? I feel like it was seven episodes. No, it's eight. It's eight. Um, It's eight. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know why. You know, you told me earlier, and I don't know why. I swear you said ten. <laughs> um, I, I can probably, hopefully, get through eight. I just wait, have to have I sleep. I thought you did, but yeah. I thought you just thought. Just I thought we were talking. About, I thought we were talking about something else. Weren't we talking about something um, else when I, I said ten? Maybe well, I was maybe asking about eighteen ninety. Hold on. I don't. Anyway, I will try to watch. Anyway. Let's just put it that way. I will watch more. So I'd like to. Um, just ask you before we skip over it. We can skip over it till next week. How much have you actually seen of it? Because I feel like you were telling me about it, and then somehow you, I watched it and you didn't. 1999. Yeah, I had read about it, um, but I hadn't watched any when I was talking to you about it. I saw, I'm trying to remember what last happened. I saw, I think, like three-fourths of the ep- first episode. I didn't finish it. I ended up, I had to turn it oh. off because I was getting too sleepy and I knew I'd fall asleep. It wasn't that it, it wasn't good. I just was so tired. I knew I couldn't stay awake to watch it. But right. no, I didn't. Uh, so you saw, I like, it's, it's 1899. There are people taking an ocean liner from Europe to New York. And and they're all sort of creepy and weird people with secrets, right? Yeah, and I and, um, uh, helped the woman that was pregnant. And... Oh yeah, yeah. She goes I'm down to like to class I, to help. To I don't help think this, I've like, seen too girl much past that. I I seen when she went to the di- the dinner and like everybody spoke different languages, which was yeah, just showing they were all from different places. That was I think about as far as I've seen. I didn't see. That's why I said I didn't see super far. Um, okay, to know but, enough of what's going course, on. It's from the people who brought us dark, so we you you just didn't get to the part where anything like. Paranormal or no, supernatural I mean, I or pseudoscientific took place. Maybe she was from the future or or something or knows things. I I don't know because I didn't get to that point. No, whatever it is, that's weird that's going on. I didn't get to yet. All right. Well, if you can watch, I, just, I think at least a few episodes by next week. Yes, I will try to do that. Um, I was going to okay. say when does I was going to look up because I didn't know when does. I should know. I should have these like written down, and I don't. Okay, it won't be yet. I was going to say is May for which is soon, but it's not till January. I wasn't January. sure. D- January. Okay, yeah. I was, I was going to um, ask you that. I was going to ask you when that was. I can't wait. It's like January so yeah. or something like that. I yeah. was going to say, um, I believe. I think Ken, yeah, that's what I thought with that. Kindred starts next Tuesday. 
I don't know if you guys are going to watch it or not, but I, I recommend what is it. It's, it's really good. Um, it's based on a book, and it is basically about this woman that is uh, sucked into the past, and she's a, she's a black woman, and uh, she ends up in the time in Annabelle South um, at a plantation. And it, it's it's I mean it, it's about time travel, but it's that more about depressing. time. What happens? Well, it's not like a super happy show, but I mean it's a drama, but it's really good. I liked it. It wasn't like really, really sad. I mean, I don't want to say it's not sad because obviously what happened to the slaves is, is horrific. I don't want to downplay that, but I mean it's not like a, a tearjerker or anything. I would say in in that sense, if that makes sense. But but it, it's good. It's about that they, her and her boyfriend. In the book, I guess they're married, but in the show, her boyfriend's white. Um, so when they go, he ends up going back and with her and, um, he pretends to be her owner and it's just kind of, it's, it's interesting. It's a good, I like it anyway, but, um, so, um, you told us that this is based on an Octavia Butler story. And I mean, of course she's like a master of science fiction. So, uh, you know, and like, um, you know, science fiction with social commentary. Uh, so, I mean, if it's, I mean, she's great, right? So I definitely will give it a shot just based on her name being associated with it. Yeah, I, I had not heard of the book, unfortunately. But um, well, I hadn't I heard, heard of it specifically, though. So. I'm not, a, I haven't read much of her. I'm not a student of Octavia Butler, but I know she's amazing, right? Right. Um, well, I'm not, as much as I watch sci-fi, I'm not a sci-fi reader, so... I really right. didn't know. Yeah. I'm not a, not if she is, but um, but yeah. I mean, it was good. Like I said, it, it's a sci-fi show, but I mean, it's not a sci- like it's not the focus isn't necessarily the sci-fi part. Yeah. But but it's good. Yeah. I liked it. I think you will like it. I don't know whether or not AJ would like it, but I think you would. I just get the okay. opinion you would like it. When is that coming but out? Anyway, you watch screeners, right? When's it coming out? Yes, yes. Uh, December 13th. It's on okay. Hulu as well as FX. So. Okay. Good. Yep. Yep. Great. Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to go because there's nothing else that I've seen that you guys have seen, so oh, I'm not, anything I, there. You know what? I just I just want to mention what I said to you guys on text that I went to see Spoiler Alert last night, which, oh. you know, it, which it, as I said in text, was meaningful to if you follow television and if you're listening to our podcast because you're interested in television, it's based on Michael Osiello's memoir. Um, and so it's not really about being a TV writer. It's about his personal story. Um, so I won free tickets. Focus Features was having a free screening, right? And I went to this free screening on Monday night because um, it doesn't open until this weekend. And I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. And also pretty much any movie that comes out in December, I'm like, oh, they're trying to get – they're going for Oscar buzz, right? So I was like, maybe this movie is really good. So I went to see it. It was good. Jim Parsons is the star. Jim Parsons plays – you know, Jim Parsons from – a. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was that movie. Now that you said that, yeah, I remember seeing three of you. What's that show? He plays that nerd on that sitcom. Big Bang Theory. Sheldon. Big Bang Theory. I'm the Big yeah, Bang Big Theory. Bang Theory. Um, and it was yeah. him. He plays Michael Osiello in the in the movie. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, I did see the that. other thing. The other thing I was going to say is, um, Annie McClintock's the movie he directed and is in. Uh, Miracle at Manchester. They had the premiere, 
uh, which was also really good. I'm not sure when that's coming to digital, but I assume um, it will be eventually. Um, right now it's just, you know, limited release. So, but that also is good. That's, uh, Eddie's in it, Dean Kane's in it. Um, it's actually based oh. on a true story. Um, the true story about a miracle. Um, basically this, this uh, young athlete um, had a brain tumor and was terminal pretty much. And um, all the um, the students at his at his high school at the stadium, like they all prayed over him. And before he went for his experimental surgery, he got better. And it, it, it's a really good story. I mean, it's sad, but it's happy, but it's, you know. Um, and Eddie directed that because I put up the, the interview that I did for that. That is up. Cool. I'll have, I'll have to um, read that. That's kind of like maybe not the material I expect. Like Eddie McClintock. Yeah, it's you know, not. I mean, we know him from it. some. Yeah. I mean, we know him from some later television, and we've all yes, him and met him, and yeah, he's, such a, he's such a congenial, lighthearted guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not like a lighthearted, funny movie. I mean, but it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. Um, but, yeah, but while cool. uh, people watch the interview, we also talked about Warehouse 13, the possibility of more Warehouse 13, <laughs> that kind Ooh. of thing. So, yeah, um, don't know that it's going to happen, but it would be awesome. So anyway, people can hear what he said, and uh, so yeah, we talked about some different cool. things. But uh, I put that interview up. Uh, yeah. So that was the other thing that I watched. So I've, I've watched a lot this week, just not. Or well, that was last week. This, this since I've talked to you guys, just not, you know, necessarily stuff that we're going to talk about at length on the podcast. But uh, but yeah, yeah, check that out right. and check out the interview. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, I guess that's it. Other than, I was trying to think anything else. I don't think there's anything else I've seen other than Christmas stuff I've watched. Oh, I know. We didn't talk about, wait, there's one thing we have to talk about. Did you guys watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Yes. I did not. You want to talk about that before I go? Oh, you didn't, Karen. No, but go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and talk about it. I I forgot we were going to talk about that. I forgot all about it until now. I forgot to Are check you sure for it. I forgot. I, no, I knew I was supposed to watch it, and I forgot. It's not like it's going to be some big well, spoiler okay. of the whole MCU. Why don't we just, all right, you want to hold it say, We week? can just wait, because you know what? It's a Christmas special. It's not like next week's going to be too late to talk about it. All right. So go all right. watch it. Yeah, you know what? You watch Waiting is probably good anyway. I'll watch Guardians. There you yeah, go. Yeah, because it is it, a Christmas good, special. It's getting late. It's good to wait anyway, because... We have nothing to talk about next week except for Dark Materials and 1899. <laughs> and yeah. Guardians, all right. All right. Yeah, so we'll watch, we'll watch and talk about next week. All right. Okay. Well, I will see you guys later. Sorry. Have a good week. And have a good week, Jamie. Good night. Cool. All right. Have a good night, Bye. Jamie. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, here's Dark Materials. You know what, AJ? Uh-oh. I'm really, well, okay, I'm kind of bummed that it's coming out two per week because I would really like is to it? favor the show for as long as possible, and it's going to be over. It's going to be two week. every week? Oh, is it only two this week? I thought it was two every week. I don't know. Two just for the, I thought I read, I, I don't know. Maybe it's only two tonight. I mean, Whatever. I wouldn't I want surprise the show, me. I, mean. I want the show to last as long as possible. And this is the last season. And I, um, I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, 
Asriel is the worst. Every show we watch, there has a shitty father, and he's a really shitty right. father. Um, yeah, well, we can like, do that. And this ep- these two episodes, I'm like, is he a worse father than Mrs. Coulter is a mother? Like, I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Um, uh, they both suck. They both suck, yeah. I mean, most people. I mean, this is, you know, it, it is a universe where the adults all suck and the kids are the heroes, right? I mean, YA is like that, although I'm not sure I would really call this YA. It's such heavy anti-religion kind of storyline, right? But um, anyway, uh, this is another thing that's moving pretty fast. And I, I have a couple things that I'm like, wait, what happened there? Wait, who is that? Wait, what? There, there, there Are these people fairies? Or are they just very small people with mechanical wings on their back? What is going on here? Where did they come from? Like, I had a few things that I was like, what's going on here? But overall, good episode. Um, and, of course, it continues to just be gorgeous to look at. Like, I could just, you know, not – I could just put it on pause and just look at that monkey and that pan, like, for, like just have them with my screensaver because they're so gorgeous. Um, so I just – uh, looked and they are doing two a week, which I was not aware. I thought it was just for the premiere, boo. like a lot of shows do. Boo, boo, right? Yeah. So I don't know about you, but my highlight of the episode was Ungungwe. I was like, I'm looking at the yes. cage. I'm like, that kind of looks like. I'm like, it's Triple A. I'm like, AAA. Yay. Yes, I was it like, was Triple A. And the reason it took me a minute, <laughs> so he, he's, gained, he's gained a little weight. He's gained a little weight over the years, so it, it took me a minute. And he's ten years and he's older, older course, more, you know. fifteen years older, yeah. right? Then we saw him, we saw him last yeah. year, two thousand five, in Lost. I mean, he's been, it's not like he hasn't worked since then, but he hasn't come across our radar since you know, in fifteen years. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, that was another thing where I was like, wait a minute, who is this guy? What's going on? Like, we are really moving the story along quickly. Um, yeah. But it, he he's great in that role. It was great to see him. Yeah, we got um, and we have we got angels in corporeal form already. I was kind of I was kind of surprised by that that we got. I was too. A, a, you know, I mean, because the angels were only just barely revealed at the very end of last season, right? Yeah. And now they're totally like characters and corporeal form and like having a fight and there's one that's captured and like all that went really fast. Um, yeah. It's a little less interesting to me. Not that they're not interesting, but, like, of course, Lyra and Will and Coulter are the heart of the of the storyline. Um, yeah. The angels are a little, um, uh, I, I, I mean, part, part of the issue is they're not people yet to me, I guess, maybe, right? They're just like this sort of... Um, um, they were sort of this abstract like force, and even though we got some incorporeal form, they're they're sort of like not really like people to me yet. They have not exhibited like personalities and emotions right. that much until until you know um, Baruch was killed. Not, no, you know what the, the thing is, survives right? No, Baruch, no, was, Baruch killed. Is yeah. the one was killed. Baruch was the one was killed. Yeah. It, it, you know what it is? It's like they're introduced and one's already dead. One seems to kind of be a coward. Um, There's, there's the female that kind of seems subservient to, um, uh, what's his face there? Azrael. And then you got the, you know, 
straight up villain angels. So, you know, like you said, they're not really people yet. They're just kind of there. Yeah. I mean, fair enough that pretty much every character has to be a coward compared to, like, Will and Lyra, like, part of this whole thing is that the children show strength that the adults don't have, right? Except they're angels. Yeah. <laughs> right? They're not just yeah. adults. They're angels. Um, and I was surprised. I was a little surprised to see that type of weakness in that angel, right, in in Baroque Bar- Borromeos, or Bar- I forget his name. I can't pronounce his name. I forgot, um, yeah, I forgot his name. I mean, it's a, it starts with a B also, and it's a complicated name. But, yeah. you know, he the was only a little, reason, like... Eh, eh. The only reason I remember Baroque is because the other guy said his name, like, 15 times in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when Will I wanted like, to say with Baroque, like, but I had to come here. Baroque made me do this. Baroque made me do uh, It's like, shut up already. Yeah. Yeah, the other guy's like, Brooke is dead now, and, and Will's like, well, let his death mean something. Don't let it be for nothing. And the angel's like, whatever, I got to go. And, I, you know, I mean, I, I guess the point is for him not to compare favorably to Will, the hero. Um, I Well, I think part of know, it was I, also I, so that, once again, Will and Lyra are on their own. Yes. But nobody helped them. I mean, I, I enjoyed his, like, quest to go and find Lyra. It, it's interesting the way it's juxtaposed against her, like, you know, is she in the realm of the dead? Is she just dreaming that she's in the world of the dead? Like, it, is it a hallucination? Is it a real visit to another world? We don't yeah. know yet. Um, but while while Will is showing tremendous loyalty to her, she's showing tremendous loyalty to Roger still. Like, that all kind of makes sense and goes together there. Um, that these kids exhibit virtues that none of the adults really have. Yeah. Except maybe the bear. Except maybe the bear. Um, so, you can always count on How surprised um, are, um, Yeah? How surprised were you that, that, that the knife broke? I was shocked. And I mean, can it be put back together? I, w- I haven't either. My jaw hit the floor. I, I couldn't believe that. I was like, this, like the whole point of, of the story has been for a while that this knife is the critical thing they need. Um, and, I, I mean, I was surprised it broke. It, it broke. He was trying. So they didn't really show. He was trying to cut Mrs. Coulter because they didn't really show. It was such an ultra close-up of the knife blade that for a minute I was like, wait, is he trying to cut, like, just through reality to get to the next world? Or is he trying to stab, like, Mrs. Coulter? Because when she says, look, she says to Will, look what you've done. And he says, you broke the blade to Mrs. Coulter, right? Like, did it break when it touched her? Or I think like, it's I not felt clear like... to me how and why it broke. I felt like it was because she was distracting him. And made him drop it, or something like that, or something. I mean, it splintered in the, in the. I mean, because we know that create right. He has to, um, have complete concentration. Right, he has to have some intent while he's doing it, right? Yeah, and she's totally, you know. Where's your mommy? What's your mommy doing? What happened to your mommy? And I'm like, I, I, I just. She's such a jerk. I'm sitting. 
you know what, the, the whole time I was sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, Will, would you just, like, they told you don't trust her, don't trust her, you know? It's like, why are you listening to her? You know better than to listen it, to her. And actually, before, it before like, all that it happened, like when Cal he... It was like Cal and Angelina. It was like Cal and yeah. Angelina, right? Yeah, it really was. Her, la, 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 la. Yeah. When, when he went there the yeah. first time, though, I don't, before, you know, his little plan, I was kind of surprised that he didn't at least suggest, why don't you guys come with me to Asriel? You know, I have to go to Asriel now. And so I was kind of partly expecting them to make the, to at least make the suggestion. I was a little surprised that he did. Yeah. It kind of makes no sense for Coulter to be like, Will, stay here with the knife and protect us. And Will not be like, no, why don't I just cut a hole and we'll go someplace where they don't know where we are, right? Like. Yeah, exactly. That, that, yeah, I was... Very surprised by that. Like, even Father Gomez says, like, you're going to stay here with her and just keep running from world to world. And I was like, well, how is she going to do that? She doesn't have the ability to go world to world the way um, so many other people do um, at this point. Um, Yeah. So I actually, like, for the first – so, look, I hate her, and she's horrible and cannot be trusted, Mrs. Coulter. She's the worst. And – Oh, yeah. Lyra is right. But when she was explaining to the little girl, Ama, and later explaining to Will, like, I'm trying to protect her. Like, I have to keep her away. They want to kill her, blah, blah, blah. And Will's like, why are you drugging her? And he's like, and Cole's like, because she hates me, and she'll run away. That was kind of sad. (laughs) Right? Like, is there a moment where you feel sorry for her a little bit? Um, I mean... I think we're ready to believe, and we were last season, that she does love Lyra, or she, in her own, like, inadequate and sick way, or at least she thinks she loves Lyra. Like, does she? I mean, she actually, I mean, in this episode, she's like, look, I'm drugging my kid and keeping her prisoner. It's all messed up, but it's to protect her. Whereas Azriel's like, who cares? She's fine. She's fine. Nobody needs to worry about her. I've got other fish to fry. Oh, but wait, maybe I should use her as bait. Like, in this ep- in this episode, he's the worst parent, right? I like when he says, I like when he says, she's always in trouble. Or she's always in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. And that's, you know, and that's the funny thing, actually, because, like, I didn't feel bad for Coulter when she said that about, you know, Lyra running away if she let her wake up. I felt yeah. like, I forgot my chain of thought now. I didn't feel bad for her, but, oh, I didn't feel bad for her, but I understood her thought process. I understood her, you know, I understood where she was coming from. Not that I agreed with it, but it kind of fleshed her out some more, you know. Right, Um, Because, because the better solution is to, like, make your kid understand and not hate you and want to run away from you rather than be like, oh, let me just drug you so you won't run away, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I felt kind of bad for her. She, I mean, she does try to save Lyra every time. She doesn't want her to get killed. Um, but she's horrible. But Azriel's horrible. Azriel's terrible. And Azriel's the one that Lyra kind of... Well, of course, she hates him now, too, because he killed, let's remember, he killed Roger, right? But, yeah. Like, when he was Uncle Asriel, she worshipped him. 
Yeah. Well, until she, until the shit started hitting the fan, she had you know no idea. She had no idea who it was. Yeah. Yeah. What was going on? Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. So the magisterium stuff is kind of interesting also. Like we know that Father McPhail is the worst and he's, he's like the, he's the leader now. Right. Which let's remember that yeah. Coulter helped get him in there. Like Coulter got rid of the other guy and got him in there because she thought she could manipulate this guy better until she totally lost all yeah. access. Um, and this guy's terrible. Uh, Father Gomez is terrible. And like Father McPhail I kinda, I, I mean, Gomez. Cause he's the most kind of like right? Gomez. I don't like Gomez because he's a good person, but I like the character. He's very methodical. Like I just think yeah. he's gonna be a, he's mean, gonna be a fun he's gonna be a fun character to hate. <laughs> he is. I mean, he he's very political. Like the most interesting people at the magisterium are the priests that are trying to gain power. I mean, I think part of the point of this story, you know, his own materials is a, is a criticism of organized religion. Um, and of course, one of the worst aspects is a criticism of organized Catholicism. It's Catholicism, really, right? That it's criticizing. Um, the whole political um, apparatus that runs the religion is is so corrupt, right? I mean, that's, that's the magisterium is fully corrupt. And every person is motivated by really their own, their own. Like, do they really... Do they really? Do they really worry so much that Lyra's gonna is the mother of all sin? Yeah, but really, they're trying. They just want to control people and and like and like entrench their own power, right? Like that's so much of what this is about. What they're doing there, right? Like all those priests are the worst. You know that they just want to retain power. They don't care about people. We've never seen one of those priests talk to a normal person on the street ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> they just stay in their ivory tower and connive against each other. Uh, like, that part is really well done and I think has been coming into more and more focus over the seasons. Lord Ashley and his army is a little bit messy. Like, what the hell is going on there, right? Um, yeah, Lord Ashley and his little army there. He, he he amassed that army pretty quickly. So, I mean, I wish we had more idea of how much time has gone by because I feel yeah. like it, it's not clear. I mean, you know, th- this is the biggest problem with shows like this um, where you have young actors and multiple seasons and then you have Tall Walt. Um, yeah. It's just the nature of the beast. You know, I mean... Uh, Daphne Keene is you, so much older looking um, yeah. you than she was the last time we saw her. Coulter says to Will, she says, oh, Will, you've grown. You're so tall. She comes into the little house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Daphne Keene is so much older. Um, but, yeah, they're not good at, like, I mean, showing was, how much time has gone by. Yeah. I mean, she's, seven, she's 17 now, and she was, like, 12 when the show started. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's yeah. obviously it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I have a question. How do you feel about the golden monkey right now? Uh, so, and I mean, like, I feel like that monkey, 
is abused. I feel like that mon- <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, I mean, we have felt sorry for the monkey I mean, for a long time. Is- the monkey is abused. The monkey is lonely. The monkey is sad, right? Coulter is... I mean, given that the monkey is really her soul, right? Your demon is your soul. Yeah. Your soul just exists outside of your body. And that, you know, it's such a representation of her complete loss of humanity, I guess, of her soul, the way she treats her soul and ignores her soul. The monkey, to me, was even sadder than ever in this episode. Yeah. Um, and it almost let Lyra escape, right? You know, I liked when um, she's staring out the window and she says to the monkey, she's like, not right now. And the monkey still, like, sat there with her, you know? Monkey is so desperate for her to, I'm like, just pet it, just pet it. The monkey is so desperate for her to, like, show it the slightest bit of kindness, right? And for the, I felt like, so for the monkey, when the monkey was letting, almost letting Lyra escape, um, I, I felt like, like, that's the kind of thing that couldn't even happen with Lyra and Pam. Like, almost everyone else is so in tune. Like, your, your, your demon is really privy to your thoughts in some ways, right? And your feelings. And, like, Pan and Lyra, um, Pan, make, Pan makes a point of saying when Lyra goes to, like, the, the realm of the dead, the world of the dead, Pan says, I couldn't follow you there. And that's an anomaly, yeah. right? Like, normally <laughs> Pan can, can share her experiences and her thoughts and her dreams or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was just yeah. saying, like, when the monkey almost let Lyra escape, I was like, oh, is this monkey going to betray... Coulter eventually before the end of the season um, in a way that, I mean, if it's really her soul, like the way that your con- your conscience can betray you, or, like, is it is it like a metaphor for a growing conscience there or a, a doubt on on Coulter's part? Or, I don't know. I could be reading too much into it, but I felt, I feel like the monkey is really... No, I, I, I agree. I feel like there's definitely something going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when this is, I don't want to read the books until it's over, but I feel like I want to read the books when it's over. Yeah, it has, you know, I've I've known about the books for a long time, and I just, I've never had the um, inkling to to go after the books. Well, I think there are three pretty fat books, and I think that, you know, the previous film... Uh, the Nicole Kidman, yes, Nicole Kidman, but it was a bad movie, and it did not make us make anybody yeah, really that, want to read those books, right? <clears throat> well, I knew about the books before they made the movie. I just never, I I was never drawn yeah, to them too, really. Now I, I think maybe you and I are maybe not at the age group when they came out that we were the right target audience for it at the time, and maybe not. I don't know, and and it's like I mean you're going to pick a multi book series; it's a big commitment, so. Um, and you know what? Maybe we don't watch it. This show, I mean, this is a good show, and it's gorgeous. And, like, maybe I don't want to read a book that describes, like, Pan any differently from the wonderful creature I see on the screen, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes a book is, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I thought these were two good episodes. It's moving a little fast, and stuff is getting away from us, but um, it, it has a little bit of a feeling of those um, – you know, in the in the Lord of the Rings, what's the third movie, The Return of the King, where they're having the big war against against Sauron's forces, and you have like, you know, um, Aragorn's commanding an army that's made up of 
elves and dwarves and men and elephants and this and that. And I feel like that's the kind of army that Azrael is, is, right? He's going to get an army of anyone he can get from every world. I do like James McAvoy in this role, and I, I actually like that hair. Oh, yeah. He's great. The, the man ponytail. Yeah, he's great as, as being an asshole. Yeah, he's really good in this. In this, he's like, I mean, I guess as an antihero, right? He's the hero. And he's committed to defeating um, the enemy, but if his daughter is sacrificed, like so be it. I mean, let's face it. He dumped that kid from the moment she was born, right? He dumped that kid at Oxford, yeah. um, the, the, like as soon as she was born. <laughs> Supposedly to protect her, but really because he couldn't be bothered. He had to go, like, exploring or whatever. So, anyhow, is that, that's about it that happened in these two episodes, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> much like what we were saying about uh, Manifest, everything's moving very quickly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're speeding till the end. And there's only – are there only – eight or ten of this show also, right, probably? I mean, this, this show, this is a crazy expensive show, and I don't know it's going to yeah. be, it's not going to be a ton of episodes. No more than, i got to look it up. No more than ten for it's, sure. There are ten. So, yeah, yeah. five weeks. So, so four, four weeks left. All right, four more weeks to go, yeah. So, all right. Um, all right. So, that is all right, it. So Next listen. week we will talk about 1899. Which I'm oh a little god. upset. I was very excited to talk. Oh my god, I couldn't wait. <clears throat> I would talk too. About it, but we'll I really to want to talk about it tonight. We'll give Jamie a chance, and if she doesn't watch the whole thing, fine. We'll go on without her because I want to talk to you about all the theories I cooked up during the season um, <laughs> that I thought I thought made total were such good theories at the time, and then like, but at the end of the season, yeah. I was like, well, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming, right? I and I kind of sort of did like, but I had a bunch on my way getting to that point. Yeah, right. Like the last couple. I mean, the characters get a bunch of. We won't talk about it, but like things happen in the last couple episodes that you can start. But I had theories that I'm like, oh, I know. I'd like this is a good theory. I'm sure this is a good theory, and then you'd be like, wait, what? Wait, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So yeah, right. I'm looking forward to talking about it. <clears throat> All right. Until next right, week, well, thank you everybody for listening. Yep. You have a good week thank also. You. All right. And until next time. Good night. Thank you everybody. Good night. <laughs>